This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. This podcast is sponsored by The Forward. Stay up to date with unlimited access to news, culture, and opinion all through a Jewish lens. And for our listeners, for 2NJB listeners, get six months of The Forward for 15 bucks. Visit forward.com slash partner offer and enter promo code 2NJB to get an exclusive offer for podcast listeners. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. And last but not least, in collaboration with Australian Jewish News, check them out at ajn.timesofisrael.com. Hello, hello from the no longer bubble of Tel Aviv. Yes, we are now officially... We're, we're, not, yeah. we're, we're now officially uh, uh, Otef Aza, which right. means like the, the periphery of Aza. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they reached us. I saw a funny uh, post on uh, on uh, Facebook uh, yesterday that I know who, who who's on Facebook anymore, right? Yeah, only you. That uh, that people in there, it's like basically looking down on people in their bubble living in Hadera. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, in Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically for those of you who don't know, last night, uh, there was a heavy, heavy barrage on all of Israel, uh, reached that Tel Aviv, uh, as far as Netanya, the sirens were, uh, right, right, right. Going off, uh, crazy, crazy sights in the they, sky. They had to hit your wife's family. That yeah. Was their... Yeah. They were going after the Shlomis. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they, I was not involved. Okay, <laughs> I condoned it. I, I mean, I condemned it. He, he issued an official <laughs> apology. Statement. Yes. Yeah. No. So there was a heavy barrage. Uh, it's actually tragic. I think three people have died so far uh, on the Israeli side. More. Um, four. I there were two more. women. There was a guy who died. Uh, oh, in Lod, you had a kid and a girl yeah, and two people yesterday. So Arab we're not sure Israelis. about the death toll currently. There, it's there more were, like seven. Basically, there were a he- heavy barrage of rockets. There were riots, violent riots all through Israel, um, mostly uh, by Arab citizens. There were some Jewish riots as well. Um, and yeah, things are not looking up. So we will talk about all this today. What we're going to talk about is... The five slash maybe six big myths about this round of uh, yes. of, and of also conflict. Some stories from and a couple of stories along the way. And we're going to dive right in very soon. But before. But first. We have sponsors. Yes, we do. We have two very, very uh, incredible sponsors. We're going to have alar- sirens probably in a few minutes. Very shortly. Yes. Because in Hul- my sister is in Hulon. Yeah. And she just got to the shelter. Okay, guys, so you're going to have to forgive us if we disappear for a minute. You won't feel it because we're not live, so we'll cut it out. Right. No. Or will we? Uh, Yeah. We'll leave a little bit of it for the taste. What they need to realize is that the Bob Shelter is in minus one, and we're on the fourth floor. So we're going to get a little cardio. Yeah. Can I bring my beer? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. So, so yes, we have amazing sponsors. Two amazing sponsors. Uh, First of all, 
if you guys are listening, you probably have some interest in Israel. Yes. Uh, well, Masah Israel Journey is perfect for you. You have to check them out. Masah Israel Journey. Masah Israel. You can find them at masahisrael.org slash two nice Jewish boys. It's spelled out T-W-O, nice Jewish boys. They and give why? You, why should they? They give you amazing opportunities to study and work remotely from yes. Israel. Okay, so you, this is really a place to live out your dreams, your passions. It, you can come to Israel basically and not stop your life. Right, you can actually gain uh, valuable experience here. Working, Tel Aviv's an amazing place with amazing startups. Okay, this is like the Silicon Valley, not just of the Middle East, but it's on par with. And the hummus is so much better. Oh, the hummus is amazing. Uh, so really, it's an amazing opportunity. I was on a massage program. It's a big part of the reason that I'm here today. Uh, so visit them at massaisrael.org/slash. T-W-O, nice Jewish boys. Do not miss this opportunity. Yes, you really shouldn't. And um, and we'll see you here soon. Yes. We're, we're on their uh, website as an internship opportunity, so check it out. Sure. So, so before we dive to the five myths yes. and before we run to the shelter, um, how where were you last night? Um, we slept in the shelter. We, we, we started out in, uh, we slept in our, we have a shelter, some guy, a uh, listeners or dear listeners just a small explanation in some buildings in israel the older buildings you have a shelter on the bottom floor underneath mm -hmm. and in some buildings in the new buildings it's basically a requirement to add a, a shelter in the apartment or on the floor right a room yeah a room dedicated that's, room that's uh built with like thick steel mm -hmm. and uh that's and a privilege because then you can sleep there and yeah. you don't need to run you still wake up and you still like so them. yeah, so it was it was a weird experience because we didn't have one of these in our previous apartment. Mm -hmm. So we did have to like walk uh, out of the apartment into the floor. Obviously, we couldn't have slept there. I it don't was, I don't follow. It was a, in the previous apartment. Ah, you had a, it was one on the on the floor. Sometimes you have one that's a common room for a couple of apartments. Yeah. And then for older buildings, you have I mean, one that's common. You could have slept for there with buildings. the neighbors and the homeless guys. Could have turned into quite a night. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but no, we <laughs> we uh, this time we we slept in our bedroom and then we woke up in the middle of the night at three. Wait, your bedroom is your shelter? No. Ah, we okay. slept in our bedroom. We had set up a mattress in uh. the a spare mattress in the okay, bomb shelter. Okay. Got okay. up at three in the morning. Went from one to the other, and I forgot the pillows, so I ran. From the bomb shelter while the siren was running, I was like, I need my Tempur-Pedics. <laughs> so I ran and got them uh, and got our cat Luna. Actually, earlier in the night, I ran out to the balcony and got Luna, the cat, when the first sirens went out early, before you know we went to sleep. Mm -hmm. And I saw two Iron Dome missiles really? coming up. Really? Wow. Like, out of, I don't know where they shoot them from in this area. but Yeah, it's secret. So. Yeah. But I just see them come out into the sky. It was pretty scary what about you though yeah uh i yesterday evening there were some sirens and we were recording a podcast with a stand-up comedian so we had to stop in the middle and then rent uh, there to Wait, the shelter a podcast yes yes i'm tr i'm yeah i'm betraying you you have another podcast i i do i'm betraying you with someone else <sighs> this is over uh, guys, check it out. Actually, now or his other podcast. No, it's is in pretty... Hebrew. Yeah, but you know, if they want to learn Hebrew, um, my mom is asking me if, if there's alarm uh, here. No, 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 Mrs. Menninger, no alarms yet. Um. Anyway, so and and then uh, from the adrenaline, I couldn't fall asleep, so I fell asleep at like two a.m. 
And then after an hour, it's it's the worst when they wake you up with the alarm. Yeah, with, with the, the sirens. sirens. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, you wake up and then if you live here, you you know you're sleeping and then you gotta run three floors down. You are sleep from sleeping to running for your life. It's very yeah yeah. It's, it's not fun. It's shocking and it's yeah. Um, and really then is. what they did for the first time ever, they wouldn't let us go back to sleep. So for an entire hour, they shot more and more missiles. Yeah, and spread them out. Spread so, them out yeah. so that you you thought that it's over, but then you you had to go again. Um, they know that none of these missiles are really like hardly any of these missiles. Of course, like we said, there were deaths already. Yeah, they're trying to test the Iron Dome. But I, but I think that they know that that. Um, not many of these missiles are going to land, but they realize that there's a psychological effect to yes. it as well. And also they hope if they launch, they launch like 800 rockets in 48 hours. Yeah. So they hope one or it's a uh, rule of uh, high numbers. It's a game of numbers. Um, and some of them did hit, did hit direct hits um, in load and uh, yeah. Bus. Very there was a direct hit to a bus. To Thank a bus, God, they all got out to an Ashkelon apartment. To a huge fuel tank in Ashkelon as well, yeah. right? That was basically on fire throughout the night. So um, what should what should we do? You wrote me in the middle of the night. Can can I quote? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We were we were on WhatsApp in the middle of the night, and Nathan wrote me the following. And uh, I'm quoting. I'm probably going to be sorry about this. <laughs> what did I write? That, keep in mind, guys, this was three in the morning. I don't even remember. They need to raise Gaza to the ground. Uh, <laughs> I meant raise like R-A-I-S-E. Yeah, you know, raise them. It, yeah, raise it. them up. No, I, I. so that's actually a good place to start off. From. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a, a feeling that a lot of Israelis have right now. Uh, they need to raise Gaza to the ground. Um, at least a neighborhood or two and you know because israel has been suffering a constant barrage of rockets for the past uh 15 16 years ever since we disengaged from, yeah. from the gaza learn. strip uh and they never learn and there have been deaths and we'll talk a bit about the disproportionality of casualties on this on both sides when we go over these myths but yeah it's it's a feeling it's a sense that you know we need to teach these guys a effing lesson, right? Yeah. Like, we need to finally... I don't know if I, you know, n not 3 in the morning Eitan agrees with 3 in the morning Eitan. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually strategically or tactically, like, a, a good idea to... Not that I have so much of moral qualms with it. I really don't. This is war. And in war, there are civilian casualties. And if Hamas wants to hide out like uh, like rats, it's on in, them in, in underneath civilian uh, uh, areas and neighborhoods and schools and hospitals. It's on that's them. on them. Yeah. If they want to fight like men, then there will be less civilian casualties. So it's not that I have moral qualms. I just don't know if it'll be effective. Right, they'll all hide out underneath the ground. All will kill only innocent civilians, and then they'll all come up the next morning and. Uh, and uh, attack just the same. So not sure, not sure. I don't know. Only I don't one know, way but to find out. It brings us to our first myth. Okay, our first myth. Yes, is this idea? It sounds like it's very smart. We thought about we improvised this five minutes ago, guys. No, we didn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> We've been preparing this episode for 
<laughs> since last night. <laughs> no, so um, our first myth yes. is is this this horrific lie that's being spread through the uh, uh, mainstream media, even here in Israel, that this is mainstream a... Media, mainstream media, am I right? The myth is that this is a conflict between moral equals. So you'll see headlines in the New York Times, clashes, tensions, rising, right? Uh, yeah. Conflict in the Middle East. Israel and Palestinians with deaths on both sides, right? And yeah, yeah. Basically equating Israel to Hamas and Fatah and Islamic Jihad as moral equivalents. Mm -hmm. What do you have to say about that? Uh, well, we're all human, so I guess there's that. Yeah, but some <laughs> humans are shittier than others. <laughs> Look, um, it is the, the facts are we are stronger much much stronger um and we are we have the 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 higher grounds yeah when it comes to we have an army we rule the land allegedly so it creates this illusion of even disproportionality right but the fact of the matter in the end of the day you get a look at actions and intentions to me mm -hmm. right we obviously are not interested in fighting with gaza yeah. we're not interested we're not against any arab who wants to pray in temple mount our only oh we'll get to that yeah i mean <laughs> if in a in another it, in a dimension way, in, in a... not if they're in another dimension where they just come and pray peacefully like in a weird way, we're against Jews praying on the Temple oh, Mount. Oh, I mean, we aren't, yeah. but yeah, they won't let Jews pray there. We won't. We won't. We'll talk about yeah. that in myth okay, number okay, okay. three. <laughs> this is so all very organized. What's this myth again? I'm <laughs> this is conflict between moral equals. Ah, okay. My my main issue is if yeah. you like the. One, you could start from taking an outside perspective and saying, wait a second, let's look at these two sides mm -hmm. and, and let's look at what they produce yeah and then ask ourselves right we because have cherry tomatoes i i really yeah cherry tomatoes <laughs> and microchips no i really believe that uh, this world is a just moral world for the most and when if you are a just moral human and you act like with responsibility you will produce positive outcomes on the whole that's okay. especially true for cultures and society right back look at israel Right, Israel. Uh, first of all, it's a pluralistic society. We have Arab uh, members of Knesset. We have an Arab Supreme Court justice. Um, we have twenty percent of the population are Arabs, and there are zero, zero discriminatory laws against them. The whole lie of apartheid is bullshit. Okay. Mm -hmm. All of that is true. Well, on the other side, Hamas is pushing gay people off of rooftops. They are... Why, why go to gay people? They Fatah is the political enemy of Hamas, right? Abu yeah. Mazen and Mahmoud Abbas. Uh, all, and they murdered all, them. Uh, yeah, they mur murdered them. They murdered the political uh, I mean, gay uh, people. You... Yeah, gay people, baktana, yeah. as they say in Hebrew. But, um, no, we're kidding, right? But, no, uh, but it, it's true. They, yeah. they murder without any They're savages. Compunction. They're savages. They're yeah, just savages. they are complete savages. Their society... I mean, their culture, the the ruling class, the leadership, the 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 people who are reigning right now, are absolute savages. 
Um, uh, and we'll talk about the general statement of they are savages in myth six. <laughs> okay. There but, are five myths, but we'll talk about this one in five. Yeah, numbers. but in myth six. Yeah. Um, but that, if you just look at those two sides, you have to ask yourself if it is not abundantly clear to you, which is the moral, which side holds the moral high ground here? Apparently it's blind. not so clear because in Twitter today, you know, uh, Gaza under attack trend with, with millions of tweets and Israel under attack, just hundreds of thousands of tweets. Yeah. So obviously it's, it is not clear to the common man. So I would be less perturbed by that if I didn't know that there were millions of Muslims. Uh, I mean, I would be I would be more perturbed if I didn't realize that there were millions more billions of Muslims around the world. So they yeah. outnumber us. So that maybe makes sense. But what really bothers me is the fact that it's the mainstream media in the United States and in so-called Western and in Israel. society and, and in, in Israel, Israel that actually trends these these yeah. ideas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just awful. So, so what do we, what's, did we debunk the myth at all? So that's, wait, that's first. And then the second part is looking at the actual conflict. Okay. Okay. And realizing, and this ties into uh, a different myth, but maybe we'll just, we'll bundle them together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that, is that uh, there is a disproportionality to, uh, uh, to the amount of deaths on, on the death toll on, on either side, right? Uh, so far there are, uh, Tens, less than maybe 10 or maybe 10 deaths in Israel, uh, while there are tens of, if not over 100 deaths on the Palestinian side. Um, but that disproportionality is nothing. I mean, the reason, first of all, for that disproportionality is because Hamas hides in, in schools and in hospitals and shoots from behind civilian areas. And this is proven. Also, we protect ourselves better. And we this have is, the technology. Yeah, we have, we have the technology, Dome. but this is proven. Go look. I mean, Hamas shoots rockets from within schools where they don't allow the kids to leave, meaning they, they shoot them from places where they force civilians right. to be. Rooftops of, of buildings, of, civilians' of, yeah. buildings. So this is what we're dealing with on one hand. Uh, and on the other hand, you have to ask yourself, wait a second, why only 100 deaths? If Israel is such a barbaric, disproportionate, like, uh, and has absolute disregard for human life, why is there only 100 Palestinian deaths right now? Israel ha absolutely has the ability to yeah. completely flatten Gaza to the ground and kill every single human being that's in there with very little effort. Very little effort Israel could annihilate the Gaza Strip. So why haven't we done it? Many Israelis ask themselves that. It's got to be said. Because we, we hold yep. the moral high ground and we actually have restraint. Yeah, but on the other hand, um, you don't go to the grocery store with morals. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> no, definitely not in Gaza. <laughs> you don't yeah, go to the grocery yeah, store yeah. with morals in Gaza. So that's myth number one. Okay. What's myth number two? Tell me. Please Here. tell me. Oh. You got to read my ugly handwriting. Oh, God. It's because Israel is... What? Restrictly <laughs> the freedom? No, it's because Israel... Because Jews are engaged in ethnic cleansing, right? There's the whole Sheikh Jarrah thing, right? Oh, right. So, so today I had an argument about that. So some people claim, because a few days ago, there's a right-wing Knesset mem member, Itamar Ben-Gvir, and he, he uh, decided to 
create this uh, improvised office yeah. in Sheikh Jarrah, which is an eastern uh, Jerusalem neighborhood, which is under lots of tension because you have some Jews who bought houses there and then you have Arabs who sued them. They want the houses back from 48. It's very, 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 very complicated. But right now, the, the latest uh, judiciary decision was that um, the Jews can stay there. Mm -hmm. It's legal that they bought those buildings. But anyway, it's under... And that they can evict the Palestinians. Yeah. The issue is basically... But, but it's still going to Supreme Court. Supreme it's Court being never, appealed. Yeah. But basically, in short, the issue is that the Jews... I mean, this neighborhood was owned by Jews back in 1870. That's Parts fact. of it. Yeah, but these these buildings were owned by Jews back in 1870. They were bought. And I mean, much of this neighborhood was bought by Jews back in the 1870s. Mm -hmm. It's called Shimon HaTzadik. And they held it up until 1948. In 1948, in the War of Independence, the Jordanians conquered parts of Jerusalem. And this fell into the Jordanians' hands. Uh, and then back in 67, we reconquered it. Right. And also, there's a problem in those neighborhoods that the Palestinian Arabs who live there, um, they are in a very bizarre situation because they don't have an Israeli citizenship. They don't vote for the Knesset, but they aren't really Palestinian Authority citizens either. They're like in the gray area. Yeah. And... But let's get to the myth. Yeah, so the myth is because uh, Itamar Ben-Gvir uh, provoca provocated... Provo uh, yeah, provoked. Uh, provoked uh, the local Arabs in Sheikh Jarrah by putting this um, office up. A few days ago, that caused the riots that then caused Hamas to start the war, etc., etc., etc. And uh, it's reminiscent, you know, what of what the 2000 and I think it was 2000 or 2001 when Ariel Sharon went to the Temple yeah. Mount and Ariel Sharon single handedly started set off the second. Intifada. There will always be uh, an excuse, yeah. right? If you want to kill Jews, yeah, you'll always find an excuse in the Middle East. Yeah. If it's not this, it's that. If it's not uh, that, it's this. It, yeah. It's it's always something else, right? Yeah. But uh, the at the end of the day, they want us dead. Yeah, they want us dead. And like I tried to explain explain my Italian friends yesterday, what is this about? Yeah, because it's so complicated to understand, right? If you're a foreigner, and I told her if you want to understand it simply, it's about a simple question: Who rules the land? Whose land is it? That's that's uh, in the end of the day. That's, this is what it's all about, right? This is the basic, the most... Why do they want to kill us? Because they don't want us here. They want to rule the land. I mean, uh, that that's to me the the most basic... But that kind of goes to the first myth where, that, where it kind of paints a picture like we're just both fighting for the same cause and, uh, and we're maybe using more force and therefore killing more people, so we're the bad guys. I mean, define cause. We want... The same, both of us want the other side to lose in the war on the land. But they lost, they lost it already, but they won't give up. That's what this, all those wars are. Yeah, but I don't think from the beginning there is a problem in their claim to the land. For sure. 
I mean, Jews I'm own much of the land I'm in with Israel. I'm with you. I'm with you. And Jews never tried to steal the land from Arabs right. until the Arabs attacked in the War of Independence. And then a war broke out. True. And many of them fled and the land was conquered. But still, for them, yeah. it's about the land. It's yes. about the land. Yes, but their idea of reclaiming the land is kin- killing innocent yeah, people. Yeah, of course. How else do you get land? Israel <laughs> would never, even though it has the ability... No, what do you mean, how else? How the Jews originally got the land, which is by buying most of it from Arabs. Yeah, but usually and from other organizations. History, throughout history, you usually get land by killing a bunch Not of people. Not the Jews, because we're smart and we're moral. Well, yeah. the, what I'm saying is that if the Jews wanted to employ the same tactics that they are, uh, employ yeah. the same tactics that they are in order to claim the land, then all of the Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza would be dead. Yeah. Yeah. If if the Palestinian we did authority the opposite. we withdrew from the land. Yeah. In the in the this engagement, right? Yeah. We gave up on land. We gave up in in Gaza, we gave up in Judea and Samaria. Get, in Judea and Samaria, and we're about to get to it. We gave up on the Temple Mount. So, I want to make clear though that Sheikh Jarrah was first of all a civil dispute. It's in the civil courts. It's not some uh, political decision that was brought down through yeah. uh, the executive branch or anything. It was, or through the military. It is a civil dispute in civil court. And the court decided that basically the issue is, by the way, it's actually interesting if you look into it. These, uh, the, they all note that the, that the property is own, was owned by the, these Jews who are claiming it, mm-hmm. right? They all agreed that that happened. And then they all claim that some guy named Ismail, apparently, four of them claim, ah, four other uh, uh, people who are appealing. Very good guy. All claim that some guy named Ismail sold, uh, not not even sold, gave it to them. Um, but they, they can't, like, say who this guy is. They have no idea. So basically the Supreme Court is looking at these jokers and they don't have any actual claim to the property and mm-hmm. saying you don't have claim. These guys have actual claim, meaning they have documents that say this property was sold to us yeah and 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 we're claiming it back and basically the the problem is that they're not paying rent so they're getting evicted so it's a civil disagreement mm-hmm. there have been like it's just an excuse guys it's there have excuse. been these in the past but they've never set off right it's an so excuse it's and an excuse. yeah so Myth debunked. Myth debunked. Next dum, dum, myth. Dum. We need some special effects. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> so <laughs> myth three. Do you see. have one? Uh, maybe. A little. Uh, that's the one that. That's the. Oh, here we go. Oh yeah. Here we go. Let's see what we have here. No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, there we go. Oh my God. So yeah, we're gonna find a, a tune for the debunking of the myth in just a second let's see what how, myth debunked <laughs> nice that's good too <laughs> this is too good how do we not, how do we not discover this earlier oh so good that's so good myth debunked <laughs> next myth next myth is number three. It's because Israel is restricting the freedom of worship on the Temple Mount. Oh, my God. Guys, check out the, the episode we did with Ophir Dayan about the Temple Mount. She's an advocate for Jews. Uh, the Jews also with uh, a former member of, of Knesset. Um, 
we'll post the links. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you the you the click click. Yes. Um, but basically, Temple Mount is is uh, holy to the Arabs to the to the Muslims. It's the third holiest the place, third in holiest Muslim, place in the Muslim religion. And it's also holy it's, for the Jews. It's the number one holiest place in the Jewish religion. And <laughs> no, Palestinians. Like, that's just a bunch of crap. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Third, first. I'm very secular, so yeah. it doesn't mean much to me. But uh, Muslims pray there. And now during the Ramadan month, they pray there. Like you had 70, 80,000 Muslims praying there. And Jews can... R- rarely go there it's very hard they need to be protected and now during the recent days uh, they wouldn't even let jews in yeah we didn't let because we rule temple mount in theory but in practice they it's, actually in, in practice it. we give control to the to the waqf yeah uh, jordanian yeah jordanian pop, religious like puppet. yeah basically um and but this really is the essence this is really where things got escalated right they they, they went to temple mount and they knew they're gonna wage war on us yeah they stocked piles of rocks inside the mosque and ammo and fireworks and they just they longed for they longed for, for war. Blood. And you know what? After the next myth, we'll talk about what this actually maybe is really about. Um, but yeah, the idea that it's about the Temple Mount is ridiculous. The, the idea that we are restricting no. worship on the Temple you know Mount what? is it's, ridiculous. It's, uh, it's true in, that, in the sense that they used, they used Temple Mount. They wanted it to become a place of war. They turned it into a place, into a yeah, and then they used the war that they brought upon Temple Mount to start all Moral the wars. War. Yeah, but but so what I'm saying is the myth is that is that Israel is restricting the, the 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 Israel is igniting the flames by basically uh, implementing apartheid, right? Because yeah. it's discriminatory laws. Yeah against uh, freedom of religion, yeah. against the Arabs. So but just... the fact of the matter is that a Jew, to, uh, first of all, it, no, as Noah mentioned, in the past uh, couple of weeks, we weren't, were not allowed. They closed off yeah. uh, access to the Temple Mount. But, but as an as a, as a, uh, uh, actual rule, that all th- since 67, since it was, actually, I'm not sure about the dates, but in the last decades at least, mm-hmm. um, uh, I'm pretty sure it's since it's 67. The rule on the Temple Mount is that a Jew is not allowed to pray. Meaning yeah. if you go you on the Temple pray, Mount... You can't hold the flag. You can't pray, though. So the freedom of religion... Because you hurt their uh, feelings. Yeah, if you go on, you can hear countless accounts, and you can actually watch this on YouTube, a Jew praying on the Temple Mount. There, uh, I mean, Ben Shapiro just talked about it, the whole idea, the Ariel Sharon and all that... All, all of these people go up there and they start praying and that causes Look, they're issues. They're very sensitive. But but you they're see, I want to just describe for you guys what happens. A Jew goes up. What they do is they pray on their phones so that people Wait, don't know. Wait, they're surrounded by security forces usually. Well, if it's a prominent Jew, right? Yeah. But if it's a regular Jew, you go up. You maybe try and pray on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Immediately, the guards of the waqf run up to you. Uh, a lot of Arab women sometimes come up to you and start yelling, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, and they start yelling at you. And then often, usually, the Israeli police Gets comes and arrests yeah, you. Takes you out. 
you are not allowed to pray on the Temple Mount. Mm-hmm. So if any, this is just one of the most ridiculous myths in the world that that the Israeli authorities are restricting religion on the Temple Mount, and that's what's causing this this shit. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. So myth debunked. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's so good. <laughs> but it's not a good. No, we need the to do myth debunked. Yeah. Okay. A, that's a joke one, but whatever. We'll yeah. use them. Um, okay. What's the next one? Number four. It's yes. BB's fault. Oh. That's always true, right? It's always BB's fault. It's always a myth. Always BB's fault. Always BB's fault. So, what's the claim here, though? The claim is that because now, guys, if. If it isn't complicated enough, the mandate to form a government went to Yair Lapid, the left-wing leader, and he has like two more weeks uh, to form a government or three weeks to form a government. And so Bibi, in order to prevent... Lapid wanted to form a government with Bennett from the right wing and an Arab party uh, of a guy called Mansoul Abbas, who wanted to join the government for the first time in Israel's history and to help his Arab voters. So the theory says that Bibi started this war, this escalation, to prevent Abbas from being able, the Arab uh, member of Knesset, from being able to join an Israeli government and thus failing Lapid's chances to form a government. Mm -hmm. And if Lapid fails to form a government in the next three weeks, the mandate goes back to the Knesset, and then we have fifth elections, and then Bibi stays the prime minister for a few more months. Wow. That's the theory. Yeah. So he basically wants, he'll sacrifice Israeli citizens. He he is the brother of Yoni Netanyahu. He will, for his survival's, political survival's sake, he will... Wage war. Wage war and kill. Yeah. Have, have dozens and hundreds of Israeli soldiers killed in battle. Potentially. So that he Potentially can, hundreds. Hundreds. So that he can stay on the prime minister's seat for several more months. What a ridiculous load of Guys, bullshit. Guys, if you think that's anecdotal, the Smith, no. You have no idea in Israeli Twitter how many prominent lefties and journalists... Really, anybody it, anybody center or left believes it. Yeah, even even uh, I mean, people who I know who are center, who are even maybe sort of right, almost yeah. believe it. Yeah, and also there's even the even worse argument is that even if it's not true, this conspiracy theory, what does it say about BB? It's his fault that people think that about him in the first place. Oh, God, that's awful. I haven't heard that one yeah. yet. That's just such yeah. a... What does just... it say about him that people are willing to believe this? It's an endless loop. Twisted right? load of mindfuck <laughs> bullshit. Like, well, what does it mean if he doesn't think that people don't think it while he's thinking about it? Though? Oh, it means bad things. It's awful. It's just a ridiculous claim uh, uh, flat out. I mean, without any evidence to back it up, right? Because what you're claiming is that the person is actually he, sh- he needed to conspire with yeah. Hamas in order to achieve this yeah i right? mean he's 
I don't, I don't understand. What did he do? What did he do? He, so the the idea, right, is that he limited the prayer in the what the two things we just talked about, yeah, which are completely unrelated. He to asked him. Itamar Ben Gvir to withdraw. Yes. By the way, we didn't talk about it, but he asked Itamar Ben from Sheikh Jarrah. Yes, this is the the MK from an extreme right party yeah. that went to Sheikh Jarrah, the the neighborhood with the eviction, right. And are, is claimed to have provoked the violence. Yeah, so he asked him to withdraw from there, and he did. He wouldn't allow, in Jerusalem day, he wouldn't allow Jews in Temple Mount. So He also took down, they put up barricades in Temple Mount, right, yeah. at, at first, because they're actually worried about terrorists infiltrating. Yeah, and they changed, he took them down. And they changed the, the course of the Jerusalem day. Uh, there's a parade parade, yeah, yeah, so that it won't provoke. The, he did things that his base didn't like. Yeah, just to, to try and escalate, but Hamas just, you know, shot the rock and Lord, we got to talk about Lord. We got to move oh, on. Man. So guys, so anyway, listen, but, but wait, 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 wait. One last note on this. Yes. It's just it drives me crazy that the left cl- this claim that BB is a warmonger who basically uh, uses war in a cynical way to to play the political game is just bullshit. I mean, look at the last 10 years. Under Bibi, we yeah, have had the least year. amount of deaths, yeah. the least amount of deaths by both war and by terrorist acts. It yeah. is the calmest, calmest decade in Israeli history under Bibi. And and the left depends on war. for the, Basically, all they depend on, all they rest on is this myth of quote unquote peace right they're so they're so uh they're 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 just drive driven after peace yeah what do you need in order to be driven after peace you need war so i mean it's just unbelievably ridiculous myth debunked <laughs> that's it's kind of bad for us though because that's the <laughs> tune you make after no, someone because no makes because an unfunny comment or <laughs> or says something not true yeah, you think? No, it's it's bad news for the myth. Ah, for the myth. For the upholders of the myth. Exactly. Okay, I see. Yala, moving on. Yeah. Myth number five. Yeah. Uh, but should we maybe talk about why it's actually all this is happening? Because of the Palestinian... Uh, What's all this? All of this, this shit. Why it's actually going down. We, didn't we talk about it? Okay, we'll do myth five, okay. and then we'll talk about okay. it. Okay. Myth five is you can hear nonstop, and this is going to be really controversial, so brace yourselves, but you can hear nonstop in the Israeli media and mainstream media around the world. Eitan is not bisexual. <laughs> I am not bisexual. Checked okay. and debunked. Uh, because I am both a man and a woman, <laughs> so I am not bisexual. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, basically, uh, you can hear in the mainstream media, both here and, in, and around the world, that um, this is just a small... Uh, group of extremists, right? This is just oh, a yeah. tiny group of yeah, extremists. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the small group yeah, influence the way you think yeah. about the, the they greater do not population. Represent. They don't. This is just extremists. It's extreme Islamic radicals, right? Yeah. It's not, there's no problem with Islam. So I got into an argument with my friend Ori. I told you exactly about that, right? You had videos from Temple Mount. You see 70,000 people in Temple Mount a couple of days ago chanting death to Israel and all kinds of... of in blood and in spirit, and, we will... Uh, yeah, and what my friend says to that, he says, but did you go one by one and check if 
each Who's one yeah. uh, said chanted no you yeah. didn't so you don't know how many and the ones that said yes did you ask them if they're lying no, you did no, not. You, you did, did not. Did you ask them? Maybe someone's got their family. You hostage. know, you show you show the guy a film of tens of thousands of people They're screaming, also, "We bomb, want bomb you, Tel Aviv." Yeah, we want you dead. And he goes. Yeah, but you don't really know. Maybe some yeah. of them were just standing there when they didn't participate. Maybe know? they're like, oh, he's, he wants them dead. He wants them dead. So, yeah, I'm just going to. So, fine. Okay, so not 70,000. So, 40,000. Okay. No, but that's exactly the point. It's not, it's not 40,000 and it's not 70,000. It's much, much more than that. So, there was a poll done by the ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, okay, of uh, 100 nations and territories, uh, and they question them. And in the Middle East, some of the results are absolutely insane. Let me just read you some of the questions on the survey. Jews have too much power in the business world. The Middle East and North Africa, 73% agreed with that statement. Jews are more loyal to Israel than to this country, to the country they live in, right? Egypt, Jordan, whatever. There's hardly any Jews there, but 74%. Jews have too much power in international financial markets, 72%. Jews don't care what happens to anyone but their own kind, 68%. Jews have too much control over global affairs, 68%. Jews have too much control over the United States government, 72%. That's amongst Pal Palestinians. People hate Jews because of the way Jews behave, 75%. No, this is North Africa and the Middle East. Okay. But in their poll, they also found that 93% of Palestinians hold anti-Semitic beliefs. That's the key point. Okay. Also, I found this, uh, this poll yes. from 2010 and from 2017. Uh, in 2010, uh, by, you have it written? Yeah, 50% of Israeli Arabs will not recognize Israel. Yeah, that's... Refuse to recognize Israel. Two-thirds of Israeli Arabs won't compromise on the right of return, which basically means the extin extinction of Israel. That's from the Saban Center. And 85% of Arabs actually support the right of return. Right. These are from 2010, 2015. What's more to be said? That's, that's, that's the number. So to me, if two-thirds of Israeli Arabs and... Was it from of Israeli Arabs? Yeah, of yeah. Israeli Arabs want to support the right of return. They, it's, it means two-thirds of Israeli Arabs want, want me dead. They want me dead because right of return cannot go along with me being here happy and safe. Now, let, let's get this straight. This does not mean that two-thirds of Arabs deserve to die no. or that we condone violence against them or that they are even or that I even believe that they are willing to go out and commit acts of violence. No. I don't think that the great majority of Israeli Arabs actually want to go out and commit violence, but I do believe that the vast majority of the Palestinian community and the Muslim community at large, the global Muslim community, support radical ideas radical violent ideas they are on board with it they won't do it themselves but they support it no, they won't condemn it they won't con they, they they will praise it yeah you said Even now more. with the representative of knesset the member except for one for merits isawi fridge who was the only one to do you hear uh, the sound or it's only me no in the in the headphones some Ah. Background noise. No, 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 so it's only mine. You can't say that these times. Sorry. Do you hear a sound? <laughs> <laughs> so, except Isawi Fridge, who who's, who who's went and talked against violence and 
and was very upfront about it. The rest of the Israeli Arab members of Knesset would not condemn. Uh, For, I heard Ayman Ude actually did come out in the end, but it took no, him like hours. No, no. If he you read it? what he said, he he, he did not. No, not really. Don't not find really. that he hard said, to believe. I condemn violence in, in general. In general, not, just violence not against Jews. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> violence is bad. We're against violence from all sides, right? Yeah. No, it's 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 absolutely abhorrent, horrific, disgusting. Um, and if it's not clear to you who's on the right side of this, then what can I say? You're yeah. you're absolutely blind. It, it's just we got to talk about close, so just to close this myth down. Yeah, think about it, guys. These aren't uh, you don't ascribe you don't like uh, uh, ascribe to a religion that you know condones the killing of infidels and that that is so plagued by radicalism and by violence just because you think, I don't know, you, you it's a cool thing to be a Muslim. No. Many of these people hold very problematic beliefs. And it's a, a lie to believe that it's just a group of extremists. And many of them would very easily um, go to violent means, right? The ease, it's so easy. And we saw it on Lod yesterday. Yeah. And we got to talk about it. Well, the, when there's structural problems, then the extremes are going to be greater and going to be, yeah. yeah, more. So we got to talk about Lod for a second. Yeah. So Lod is so a wait, city. Myth. Oh, God. This never ends. What's no, no. What's myth? the last one? Myth. Ah, debunked. <laughs> okay. It's the worst sound effect ever. Okay, yes. Lod. Lod is a city, guys. 50-50. Uh, 50% Arab, more or less, right? 50% Jewish. And uh, it's 15 minutes from here by car. And it turned into a war zone, into a war zone. So not only Lod, in Akko, you saw they burned this restaurant, the Arabs burned a uh, restaurant, Ramle. you guys know, Ramle, Haifa, all throughout Israel. Kafarkana. Israel is, uh, I mean, some of the, uh, Lod's mayor called it a civil war. This annoys me, by the way. I just tweeted today. You can't call it a civil war because when you use the word civil war, you equate, right? It, it, it's kind of, there are both sides, right? No, yeah. it's not civil war. It's, it's riot. Not, it's, hap yeah. it's a riot of... Civil disobedience that needs to be put down but is not. Yeah, no, but it's like it's not like there are two equal sides here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have it's not the two Jews, two sides having an argument. And the fighting Jews it of Lod guys are found themselves attacked by their neighbors. There were it's horrific a pogrom, sites. pogrom like in Poland. So their neighbors, uh, because they're raging, right? They are so raging. They simply uh, went out, burned cars, threw rocks. Raised havoc. Yeah. Raised havoc. There, you shared a video on Twitter of a horrific sight of Jews uh, evacuating the synagogue of their Torah scroll they, because yeah. they were afraid it would be burned. And they burned synagogues, guys. They, they burned, burned synagogues it. in an Israeli city. Okay. It's just it's just crazy. It's baffling. A guy from my work, his uh, son's school was burnt. Yeah. And here's the most annoying part. The police were was nowhere. You... People called the police. They never showed up. They just let those those savages just. They went Genghis Khan on on the city. But uh, you know, I have to say about the police that there is a good argument here that the police all in total in Israel is apparently about thirty thousand. Okay, so it, this might have been 
out of con- too out of control for the police to okay. crack down on. What but really wait. should have been done from a, I mean, they might have just needed to implement martial law, meaning no, put okay. a segel, put a lockdown, finally an actual justified lockdown. Yeah. And bring the military in. They did it yesterday night, but it didn't yeah. seem... Let's see what happens tonight. But the thing is, some of the Jews in Lod have weapons. So they went out to protect... Like, the the Arab savages, they, they threw uh, Molotov cocktails, right? On, on houses. So some Jews went out to protect the buildings, right? Because you had women and children. And they got into... They had to protect themselves. So they shot some of the rioters. And they're all arrested. They're now in jail. Five people, some of them only shot in the air, and they're arrested. And none of the Arabs in Lod were arrested. It's unbelievable. So, it's yeah, unbelievable. for me, it's, it's just... It's a shame. It's baffling, and it's just a, yeah. it's just awful. Yeah. Yeah, Israel's so, not in a good way, So guys. we're facing a war from within... And, like, what, there's an enemy from within and an enemy... From outside. From outside. Yeah, it's very, very complicated. And the problem is, what's the long-term scenario here? Like, how can those Jews in Lod continue? There were stories, guys, of uh, people in Lod going out and they saw their neighbor who who just yesterday, they got uh, their... Um, a vad bite, right? The how do you say it in English? Like, uh, the, the condominial no, property fee. management. Yeah, property management right? fee. Yesterday, you took from this neighbor the fee for the for the building, and today he's burning your car. He's burning your car. Which yeah, yeah. It just I mean you don't see riots on this scale when it's just a small extreme uh, group. Yeah. You don't. You don't see riots of this scale. You don't see demonstrations of this scale. This is what they. This is what the majority of the Arab-Israeli population want. I don't know how big this majority is, right? We don't know. I don't think... I'm convinced it, that, that a large majority of the... Meaning not just 51%, like 70%, close to 70% of the Israeli Support the Arabs violent riots. Support... Uh, support the overthrow of Israel. I don't know if they uh, if they support these violent riots, but I would not be surprised if they do. I want to hope it's less than seventy percent. We don't. We can. I, we can, I, we can't know. But uh, you can when ninety three percent of them uh, believe uh, these these awful things. When uh, you know fifty percent of Israeli Arabs will not recognize the state of Israel. When you. Meaning, when fifty percent of Israeli Arabs won't recognize the state of Israel, yeah, you know, then obviously they'll be happy to see Israel fall. Right. If I if I saw uh, Iran right now in a lot of turmoil, yeah. I would be happy. Yeah. yeah I'd be yeah, happy. Yeah. I think it's great that a evil regime falls, and that's how they see it. If they see it as an evil regime, they're happy. Gagadot. <laughs> oh man, let's read her tweet. She was silent. Right, everybody was si- were talking about. By the way, guys, just so you know, there's a good chance uh, Tarantino was running to the shelter last night, also, right? Yeah. Because he lives in Tel Aviv. There's a fake picture going around, yeah. which is hilarious. <laughs> but there's actually a chance that he was. He yeah. lives in Tel Aviv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to think what the guy's <laughs> thinking to himself. What the <laughs> fuck have I done? This is not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, babe. She, you are not worth it. You're pretty, but not that pretty. <laughs> 
um, but Gal Gadot, everyone were expecting to hear what she's what she has to say. Less and and just a couple of hours ago, after days of silence, she, she tweeted the following. Made a tweet. This is a vicious. Ah, uh, sorry. Hold on. My heart breaks. My country is at war. I worry for my family, my friends. I worry for my people. This is a vicious cycle that has been going on for far too long. Israel deserves to live as a free and safe nation. Our neighbors deserve the same. I pray for the victims and their families. I pray for this unimaginable hostility to end. I pray for our leaders to find the solution so we live side by side in peace. I pray for better days. The This is some PR. Dumbass lies of the two-state solution. That's the title of this. Stupid lies that dumb people believe. Violence from both sides solution. should end. Stop. Right? Yeah. She no, our violence. neighbors deserve the same. Like, if you had a serial killing rapist living next to you, would you be like, he deserves to live in peace? These are... <laughs> ah. And now people are going to be like, serial killing rapists? Yes. These are evil people who commit murder. Murder of innocent people. So yes, they can be they can be compared to serial killing rapists. That's a compliment for rapists. It's a compliment for serial killers. Yeah. Um, seriously. And then our friend Amira Daki. So yeah, we have a tweeted. We have a buddy from film school who tweeted. I said okay, so <laughs> it has to be explained. Gaga don't tweeted this and like with a certain background in uh, and in the the font that you know the the typewriter font. Yeah. Uh, like scripts are written in. So he did it with the same background, so it's clear what he's talking about. Uh, and he wrote, I sad. I want Israel good. I want people good. I don't want war. I want peace. I hope things good. Don't sad. Please let's good. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, this I support. <laughs> this I support. This is a good, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Guys, Israel is uh, not in a shit. great place. Yeah. We're in deep shit. We're in deep shit. Let's say that. Pray for us. Pray for us. And this might be the last episode of Two Nice Jewish Boys. Uh, yeah. We not if you donate, though. So go to 2NJB.com slash donate yes. and help us out. Ethan's, yeah, Ethan's girlfriend is sure he will uh, yeah, die yeah, here yeah. tonight. My wife. Yeah, wife. Sorry. <laughs> She's also uh, her girlfriend. Yes. She's Soon to be widow. <laughs> no, so uh, she didn't want me to leave tonight because she was sure I was going to get hit by a rocket. Like, dead on. The worst possible outcome is what she believes is most likely to happen. Well, thank God we had your sperm frozen in my fridge. <laughs> uh, you weren't supposed to tell people about that. Uh, It's really awkward. <laughs> okay. Doesn't everybody do it? <laughs> I have a bunch of vials in my fridge. That's yeah, disgusting. All my friends. That's disgusting. I think we should end now. Okay. Okay. I <laughs> yeah. wanted to end on a nice... <laughs> yeah. On a nice on a nice spermy <laughs> note. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Uh, remember, before we go, yeah. we are sponsored by The Forward. Yes. Thank you, The Forward. Yes. The Forward is a great place for uh, news, opinion, all through a Jewish lens. You have the new link. You remember it? Uh, Forward.com slash 
No, I don't. Dum, dum, dum. I will find it, though, yes. in four seconds. In the, middle time, in in the, the meantime, meantime, we'll talk about the forward yeah. and how great they are. You know, in the meantime, yes, guys, check out the forward. Uh, they have great content in English. Uh, like the, and they have a great mailing list, so subscribe to their mailing list. And great writers and highly recommended content. We yes. have it. The link. Go to forward.com slash partner offer and use the promo code 2NJB. Forward.com slash partner offer, promo code 2NJB. And you get six months for 15 bucks. Yep. That's a crazy, crazy deal. Okay. Yep. Exclusive offer for 2NJB listeners. Again, forward.com slash partner offer, promo code 2NJB. Also, Arutz Sheva, guys. Yes, IsraelNationalNews.com. Highly recommended, especially now when you've got to stay updated. Yes. Check them out. They are here in Israel, and they post great content in English. So, Including ours. Yes, Arutz so, Sheva on Facebook and IsraelNationalNews.com. And lastly, in Australia, yes. the Australian Jewish News, AJN, AJN.TimesOfIsrael.com. Check them out there for the Australian perspective. We accept donations to ngb.com slash donate. Help us out. We do this on our free time. And Ethan's beer costs money. Yes, it does, guys. And Keep me drunk. I'm funnier it. that way. We that love you guys. Uh, Stay safe. Yeah. Hope for better days. Bye. And thank you, Hamas, for not shooting rockets and disturbing this episode. Yes. This episode is sponsored by Hamas. Bye, yes. guys. Bye. <laughs>